Well, kia ora and welcome to episode 11 and this one's really, really exciting because um, I got to catch up with New Zealand surfing legend Maz Quinn. Now, if you've never heard of Maz Quinn, he's a gizzy boy, uh, born in Hamilton, moved to Gisborne and he's one of New Zealand's best known surfers, the first Kiwi to ever qualify for the world tour, making him one of the top, I think it's 44 ranked surfers in the world and that's when he was competing with and against uh, surfers such as Kelly Slater, Mick Fanning, Joel Parkinson, Corey Lopez, to name a few. He's also a full-time New Zealand champ and first Kiwi also to ever win a qualifying series event. So he's got quite the uh, quite the accolades happening. And we sat down and we talked about his journey. We talked about um, what it means to be match fit um, and mind fit in a way for surfing. And it's not just the physical toll but the mental toll that surfing takes. And it was really interesting to hear his mindset when it comes into surfing and what he learned from, from, the, from those big names that in the surfing world, what he learned about just mental strength and toughness. Um, yeah, it's really, really interesting. We also got to talk about favourite beaches for him, one of them being in France and obviously nothing like your home beach. We talked about the Grom series he helped start and just giving back to surfers today and where the future of surfing is headed. It's honestly such a cool conversation. Um, legend of a dude and I know you're really going to enjoy this one and especially any of the surfers out there um, I know you're going to love this journey with Maz Quinn Awesome, well Maz mate thanks for hopping on for a yarn how's how's things? Yeah pretty good, can't complain Um, yeah (laughs) life rolls on and it's been a bit of a out there year but Everything's going good, mate. I was I was actually expecting the big moustache. I don't know what happened. <laughs> um, yeah, I had one until just for Labor Weekend. Actually, it was a massive one. I grew it since um, March. Oh man, so it was, um, yeah, it was huge. But I just got over it, so it, oh, it got man. whipped off. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I didn't trim it, so that was that was my downfall. Just could not eat anything. <laughs> you just let it grow wild, mate. <laughs> oh, it was hectic. <laughs> oh, wicked, man. It must be pretty awesome living down in Gizzy, eh? Is that where you're at down there at the moment, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Down in Gizzy, yeah. Can't, I love the place, can't leave. <laughs> well, I mean, you've been there since you were a, yeah, a young fellow, weren't you? What? Yeah, yeah. Childhood um, days? Yeah, yeah. Grew up in Gisborne, yeah. Um, yeah, went to school, Gizzy, Gisborne, everything. Well, why Gizzy, man? Is that where the family wanted to go, or? Um, yeah, I was actually I was actually born I was actually born in Hamilton, and um, at at a when my old man I was I think it was three months old man had a got a job offer either he could either go to Taranaki or Gisborne, and uh, so yeah, we moved to Gisborne when I was three months old, and yeah, been there ever since. Oh man! Imagine if you hadn't had the move. Who knows what where you would have ended up, eh? Yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty random. Yeah, um, yeah. Old man was from well is from Wellington, so uh, yeah, um, yeah. Then Hamilton, and and then yeah, it was either Towers or Gizzy, and yeah, they chose Gizzy. So they chose right, man. Well, I mean, I know. Yeah. I'm assuming you're the same as me. Surfing was is just easy because you can fungamatile. For me, it's three o'clock. The bow's gone. You leave school, and you meet your teachers down the beach. You know what I mean? Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, it was we. 
yeah, we lived oh, not that far from the beach in town at, when I was for until about 12 years old. I used to just be, take about 10, 15 minutes to bike to the beach, but then um, yeah, moved out Wainui Beach when uh, I was 12. And um, yeah, and that sort of changed everything mm. just from being able to uh, walk to the beach in like 30 seconds. Yeah. And uh, be able to surf before school and, and after school, you know. Just, and uh, yeah, come in, go out at in the weekends, go out at, uh, when it's light, you know, come in when it's dark. <laughs> yeah, you got to love daylight savings, eh? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I think I think surfing for people that aren't so connected into the world of surfing, people actually don't know how, how much time you just go and do it. Like my brother right now, every time I visit home, I actually never get to see him, mate, because he's either at school, he's a bit younger than me, but he's either at mm. school or he's down at the beach, you know what I mean? <laughs> so you, you're down, yeah. he's up there, 6 a.m., he's off before school, and yeah, out till 6 at night. Yeah, Too cool for me, man. Yeah, no, it's, it seems like, yeah, you, you, sometimes you're out there all day, and then, but then when you get come home, it just seems like, you know, there's, the time hasn't lapsed that, that, but it's been all day. It's, it goes so quick. Yeah, what's, because I'm thinking wine moving now, is, is that a little lefty or? Well, uh, why not? It's just, uh, yeah, just a nice beach. It's a nice, uh, just quite a long, uh, I know it's you know, 3K long, four, maybe, yeah, 3K, 4K long. But yeah, we've got heaps of other beaches, but yeah, that's just the one that um, you mm. grew up on. And what was the progression for you? Was it like a foamy to a longboard to a to a shortboard or did you go straight in there? Or was there uh, in foamies? I don't know how long foamies have been around. No, for, <laughs> no um, <laughs> yeah, I think my old man, oh, we used to go down the beach every weekend, uh, I've just got memories of going down the beach every weekend and then um, when I was real young and yeah, one of my um, old man's best friends uh, was a kneeboarder and he gave me one of his old kneeboards and so it was super short but it was super wide and it had heaps of foam and mm. um, because of the width it was so stable so yeah, just yeah, gave me that and just you know, picked up surfing real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was the start. Bob's your uncle. Were you down? Were you part of the um? I don't know the local surf life saving crew down there. Yeah, I did. Yep. Yeah, a friend of mine, Chris Malone. He um, his old man, uh, your Chris was in the Midway Surf Club down um, Town Beach, and um, yeah, got me. We started going along when I was a kid. Yeah, doing the nippers. Nippers. That's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I was I was all amongst that mate until they said you had to wear speedos, <laughs> and then <laughs> I, I pulled out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was good growing up there. Um, yeah, the clubbings were good. It was good, um, especially uh, in winter. You get the hot showers after a surf. <laughs> yeah, I oh, know. Yeah, the perks, eh? Um, yeah. For, I mean, obviously, when you look at it, like your career and the things you've done surfing, it makes sense from, I suppose, where you grew up and the experiences you had. But even when you look back, and do you go, do you go like, shit, I didn't think that I would have actually gone onto where I went on to or in the back of your mind are you kind of like yeah I always knew I wanted to you know um yeah when I was no not when I was I can remember vividly hitting high school uh what's that third form I don't even know what it is in years now is it year 10 <laughs> yeah year uh, 10, yeah 19 maybe? yeah 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 um yeah that uh I got to yeah got to um high school and then and then just one day, it just came to me and said, I just want to be a professional surfer. And then just did everything after that. Um, 
that thought came to my head. I was just, yep, that's, I just, just had the blinkers on and that was all I wanted to do and be. So I just did everything possible to, to achieve that. Um, but, and parents helped me immensely with that. Um, you know, taking you to surf comps. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and everything else. Yeah. So it's a common theme, eh? Like I had, um, I had Barbara Kendall on here recently. And she was, she's actually pioneering surfing in the Olympics. I don't know if you knew that, but um, oh, yeah. she was letting me know eh, that she was part yeah. of the crew that got it in. So it's a oh, bit of a yeah, bummer yeah. that it's not like, even yeah. in there, you know? Well, yeah. this year, no no Olympics, yeah. you know? Mm. But um, she said the same thing. The parents, like, taking her out where you're going. Heaps of people that I've done sport-wise, sport they all say the same thing, man. If it weren't for the oh. olds, <laughs> you know, you'd be back to square one, eh? Yeah, yeah. Well, they're really supportive and... My mum always said, you know, if you want, right, you if you want to be this, you're gonna to have to do it properly, you know. Mm. You gotta yeah, focus, you know, and uh, so yeah, no, they're pretty really good. What do you think it changed for you then? Because I mean, going like for me, you know, going down for a, a leisurely surf to that mindset flipping to I want to actually do this and I want to become professional. Mm. What did that mean? More intense surf uh, time, surf coach, longer hours. Uh, yeah, when I was a kid, we didn't have any coaches back then. It was just, um, I think the environment, um, like where I grew up, I had lots of neighbours that were really good surfers as well, and and you know we, if we all just pushed each other, and I think yeah, and yeah, from once I knew I wanted to, that's what I wanted to do. I just yeah, just wanted to surf as much as possible, try and improve. I like watch better guys than me watch videos you know of other guys we used to go there at my house with all my mates and like yeah do pausing and sessions on on the on the, v, on, <laughs> the, on VCR. the uh, v, vcr and they're just watching you know all the pro styles and you know why were they so good and what they were surf, what boards are riding and just everything hmm. everything you can imagine just it was just like i guess it was just like being at uni and just you know just yeah. um learning as much as possible about the one subject <laughs> yeah yeah talk about old school video sessions eh <laughs> yeah yeah that was that was like our coaching sessions for um video <laughs> sessions back then we get the old man to, he used to video us and then he'd go home and put it on the tv and watch it and yeah just you know that we were, the, we were our own coaches back then mm. uh, it makes me wonder and i'm keen to like talk about the state of surfing as it is for youngsters in new zealand a bit later on but even now i wonder what difference it would have made to you in your career having what's available now as a grom or as you know as a young young surfer you know yeah i think um with all the um uh the we are the the coaching and all that now is amazing um yeah uh there's a few people up in auckland doing real cool stuff and and now with wave pools where you get that repetitive, um, you can get a repetitive wave every single time and like an ocean, everything changes so quick mm. that uh, you don't get that. But um, I think, but uh, it's just the, these days, it's just the money. There's just, yeah, there's not much money to be floating, floating around anymore. Mm. Um, yeah, when I was growing up, I think 90s, late 90s to early 2000s, uh, surfing, uh, industry was just booming mm. booming and now yeah it just seems sort of seems to put it off a bit and and it's just unless you're in the top five in the world that's where all the money is really i wonder why what, what would you attribute to that that to i mean 
I even think of grassroots things like grassroots rugby or grassroots footy, you know, all these kinds of things where the money's poured in and pumped in and developed. You'd think it'd be the same for surfing, right? I mean, just look at yeah. the beaches we have and the, the waves yeah. we have, you know? Uh, so it was mainly, um, it's just mainly sponsorship. That's the, that's the hard, that's the main thing. Oh, eh? like, um, yeah, you used to get, you know, kids used to get paid, really, get paid really well and, um, just doesn't happen these days anymore. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's a shame. Um, it man. Just, yeah, just, I know the surfing industry just changed and um, just went through ma- major changes when the top four brands were, you know, they were so huge. And I remember when I was a kid, I just, all I wanted to wear was a surf, was uh, you know, some surf brand. And yeah. now I think everyone's mindsets have changed a bit. You know, as kids don't want to wear surf brands anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, man. Well, but surfing's like as popular as it's ever been, ever. So um, yeah, well, but, uh, but yeah. So all the hardware was all the people selling hardware and now they're making good money, like mm. surfboards and leashes, wetsuits. But just the um, the retail part of it, yeah. It's funny, eh? I mean, I was down the mount, um, but I'm uh, a couple of weeks ago, and um, you know, you still got your big stores down there, you know, like Quicksilver and. Like just surf shops galore, but then here yeah. in Auckland, mate, I don't think I've seen a surf shop except for maybe at a mall. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think also it was just the brands, the pricing where, where the in the early, oh, the mid two thousand, I mean the early two thousands, you could the all these brands started coming in where you could you know buy three t shirts for the price of one, mm. and uh, yeah. so it's I know, I know there's yeah there's heaps of I know factors that I think that came into it, but yeah, um, yeah, it is what it is, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. For you, man. So tell me about when you started to crack it. I know, like in the '90s, when you were pl- you were surfing on the in the qualifying series, and I mean, I've listed them in the in the intro, which I haven't done yet, yeah. but I will do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is later, but um, you know, obviously the first Kiwi to win one of those heats and mm. one of those stages. Like for you, how did where was the cracking that starting to happen? What was starting to gel for you? Uh, I think um, I used to go to fly off to Aussie a lot and competing in the Australian um, Pro Junior Series, which was really good. Mm. Um, was that Billabong? No. Yeah, the Billabong yeah, yeah. Junior Series. Yeah, I was actually the first non-Australian to win it, win the series. Oh, hey. Yeah, 96. <laughs> oh, mate, we'll take that one for our yeah, country. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, the Aussies hated it. Um, yeah, I reckon. I reckon. But uh, uh, no, yeah, it was good. Good to go there and and uh, win a uh, yeah, Australian series in Australia as well. Um, when I was like uh, nineteen, so and yeah, that sort of kicked it off from there. And um, uh, before that, it was probably just doing really well in New Zealand contests and um, winning a few titles. Mm. And then sort of yeah, that sort of you go sort of go where 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 to next and. Um, on. Yeah, where to next? And then you, um, yeah, and then Australia was the, was the obvious place, and the, yeah, so that's when I started doing the the junior series, and mm. and then uh, I think it was, I think the same year, ninety ninety six, the a big a WQS contest came to Raglan, and oh, um, ended up getting second in it. Yeah, so uh, yeah, that was the sort of kickoff of doing the the qualifying series after that. Yeah. Tell me about um because I've always actually wanted this. Me personally prefer 
well, I prefer East Coast beaches. But then you got your Wests, you got your Raglan, you got your, you know, Midway yep. or Pihar up in Auckland. You know, you got these both the coasts. Where yeah. you, where would you say you prefer surfing? Uh, well, yeah, I've obviously I've grown up on the East Coast in Kizzy, Um No brainer. But um, oh, I like both. I really like um, I really like Pihar actually and Mirawai. Yeah, um, the waves and you know they get amazing waves, but um. Yeah, I guess home is where the heart is, eh? so where you grew up, you can't mm. go past it. Yeah, you can't, everyone argues their home beach is the best in the world, <laughs> eh? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it'd be hard, it'd be hard track convincing me Whangamata is, uh, <laughs> nah, it's, it's funny because, I mean, when you, when you were saying you're surfing down in Raglan, like, that, people would say that's just one of the surf capitals of New Zealand, right? Yeah, yeah, you'd say that, yeah, I mean, it's perceived overseas as, you know, when anyone talks about New Zealand overseas, it's... Raglan, Raglan, you know, so that's the first thing that comes to people. Mm. I mean, overseas people. So, um, but you know, there's oh, there's so much more, but that's just the most famous break mm. in New Zealand, I guess. Is because uh, you'd know this obviously through touring with the World Series, which I'm keen to get into shortly. But um, do key do do overseas competitors or surfers talk about New Zealand beaches, or uh, was it more Australian beaches in terms of uh, our neck of the woods? You know. Yeah, I know. That. When I was doing a lot of, they used to always um, talk about just because there's no one around, there's no no crowds. Well, certain places there are, but most you know most places around New Zealand, you can just go and you can get surf by yourself. So um, that was that was more where the conversation went was lack of crowds. So and that appeals to surfers. Mm. Well, I know <laughs> even um, it was Kelly Slater was here recently. Just mm. randomly surfing up in, uh, where was it? Mungafai. Mungafai, yeah. 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 Just, yeah. 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 A few, yeah, a few years ago, he just um, Facebook messaged me out of the blue and he had, he'd been looking at, um, on Google Earth, all these spots around the East Cape. And mm. he was going, oh, is there waves here? Is there waves here? <laughs> it was pretty funny. <laughs> oh, man. It's cool. And I, it's cool that you've competed against those fellas. And I mean, I know, in the world of surfing, like camaraderie and even though you're competed, competing, you know, mm. you must have that, you know, like, you know, looking out for each other kind of thing happening. Yeah. I think at every contest, you know, everyone's mates um, around the contest and everyone hangs out, stays with each other. And, and, um, and but then, yeah, when you're in the water, you know, you 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 know, you want to beat them no matter what. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so man, 99, I think it was, well, I might be wrong there. 99-ish when you, you won, um, in the qualifying series, first Kiwi. Yeah, yeah, and I don't yeah. know if there's probably have been Kiwis that have won since you. I actually don't, I'm not sure, yeah, yeah. but, um, tell me, few, yeah. tell me about that, man. How was that feeling? Um, yeah. And it was in France, actually, a surf comp in Angolette. Um, mm. uh, cause for people that yeah. don't know the qualifying series, eh, it's, it's obviously a lesser professional tournament, but it's. You want to get in the top kind of one or two to get your not is it nine thousand points eh? I think, no, it's, um Well, when I was doing it, it was the top fifteen of the QS moved up to the uh, the WCT, which is the world forty top forty four, hmm. and then fifteen out of that forty four dropped out every year, and the fifteen out of the QS oh, went man. up. Talk about relegation. That's how it works. Shucks. Yeah, so there's like yeah, fifteen guys would drop out of the WCT, the top, you know. 
mm. and then yeah, the W Crest. So it's a it's a qualifying series to get in there. So you got to be in the top. Well, now it's a, nowadays it's top ten, but um, oh, yeah. back when I was there, it was top fifteen. But um, yeah, so it was a WQS kind of like a, a qualifying series kind of in France, and uh, since been going to France, I just loved the place. I just was so comfortable there, and mm. and yeah, it was just one of those days where um. The waves were, were really good for a comp, and they just reminded me of uh, Wainui Beach in Gisborne, where I grew up, and mm. just, yeah, everything just fell on the place. I felt comfortable surfing; I was surfing real good. Had some, you know, some massive heat scores, and and then yeah, just ended up in the final, and then um, ended up comboing everyone, which which means they like they needed. A whole set of new waves to catch me because yeah, I was just it's just one of those days where you're you're just, you're just on fire, mate. Yeah, nothing could, yeah, nothing could. Uh, some I know what the sportsmen say you know just in the um you're just in that zone where there's just nothing and nothing can go wrong. Yeah, yeah, it's funny, eh? You get and you know for some people people love that stage and that platform that pressure. Others don't, and you can tell by results. Mm. But for you, when you're out on the water. You know, obviously you got your crowd back on the beach, but you just must be, you just, you're just doing your thing. Hey, you just. Yeah, head, just doing head. what you love, really. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I yeah. mean. Like it's, it's surfing, but it's, but it's surfing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty funny. It's a weird one because I don't know if you, um, you, you go into Connors and whatever and you do and you bomb out in the first or second round or whatever, whatever round and you're real bummed and you're off it, but then. To make you feel, make yourself feel better, you go for a surf. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you pull something off you tried, and you think, "Oh, yeah. mate." <laughs> yeah, no, it's pretty funny. But yeah, that yeah, that was a magical day. And all my mates, there was a whole lot of mates I was traveling with down the beach in Anglet that day. And yeah, it was it was, it was awesome. Mm. And what was the process from there to actually get into the worlds and and touring that year in two thousand one or two? Well, yeah, that that was I always. For those years that, for so I qualified in two thousand and one. So for those first few years of doing this tour, I was I'd always get one or two really good results all year, and um, that was your best seven results. So I'd get one or two real good ones, and then sort of you know then just flail off or just I don't know because um, the whole year and it's, it takes a lot to uh, mm, for sure a lot of concentration, a lot of you know you're traveling and. Yeah, it's more of a, um, it's definitely a process. And, and then, uh, yeah, just 2001 started. I can remember it started off really bad, just thinking, oh man, not another crap Here year. Here we go and again. Then, <laughs> yeah. And then um, we flew to South Africa and, um, and my boards didn't turn up. And I was just like, are you serious? I had to borrow <laughs> one of my good mates, Sam Carrier's boards, and, and then uh, end up making the semis. And it was one of the biggest comps of the year. And I was like, oh, wow, cool. This is, yep. We're doing right here. Yeah, doing, yeah. This is a good result. That's the first one in the bag for the year. And I think it was like July. It was July, started July. And, and then um, and then within the next four contests, I was qualified. Shucks. I just went, yeah, got a fifth. Got a, yeah, made the semis, got a fifth. And then made the quarterfinals and then two thirds and then another fifth. So, oh, mate. Um, yeah, just had the most incredible run through um, America and then through Europe. Um, 
just there. Yeah, it's just yeah. And then August, and that was only the end of August. So it's still five, a bit of breathing room. Yeah, yeah fight the end of August. So um, yeah, last contest in France. Yeah, um, got third and ended up qualifying that day. And, yep, the tour manager came up and goes, "Yep, you've uh, qualified for next year." And that was in uh, August. And yeah, and the end of the year was December though. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of weird, but I had so many points that yeah, I wasn't going to get overtaken. And well, I mean, because for you, like you obviously you knew you were performing well, but it still must have rattled you a little bit in the sense of I'm I'm with the big boys now. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the main thing. When you, when you um, yeah, you don't that don't, doesn't really hit until you actually walk into the contest area of the competitors area of the first comp. When you're actually on the big on the on the um, WSL, you know, you just sort of yeah, yeah, it's cool. You <laughs> even goes, oh, you qualified, and you know, you're stoked, obviously, and that's a dream come true. And uh, but yeah, the reality doesn't really hit until yeah. You, you work you walk into that first contest of the year yeah yeah and what was what was that like i mean you rock up and you've got these guys that you know some of them are young and up and comers that we all know as household names now in the surfing community um some are you know retired but for you you mixing with these guys did you keep your head a bit you know because i mean most kiwis do you know i've noticed kiwis don't get so starstruck yeah. as others do you uh, know but. Um, no, it was pretty good yeah i did i ended up in my first um WCT contest, I got I got made the quarterfinal, so mm. um, I was pretty stoked. <laughs> pretty I was <laughs> not like, bad, man. <laughs> yeah, for a rookie, it was like at the time it was the best result that a rookie had ever got in the first contest. Mm. So um, yeah, and I was pretty stoked. Um, and uh, yeah, it was. But yeah, any um, it was, it's when you when you make it, it's kind of yeah, that's the hardest thing mentally to battle with is. Um, Am I good enough to be here? And that's sort of all those sort of, mm. you know, phrases go through your head. But um, yeah, but then you just got to back yourself and go, of course it is, because I'm I am here. So yeah, and I mean, here's the thing, man. Like I, I, I know you're up against people like Lopez and Fanning and Parkinson. You know, all these guys that are household names, and you're. It's not like you're getting what's the word, pumped. You know what I mean? You had some good finishes mm. in there. But um, what do you think? It, what do you think it is that separates those top surfers, like um, your Slaters and your yeah, um, it's just Florence. Obviously, yeah, the, those guys are like. Uh, I think it's a mixture of they've got natural ability and then, but their headspace is like mentally strong. You know, that's like um, when you're there, like the the reality is everyone pretty much surfers on is reasonably same level yeah but it's yeah. all in the head it's all in the head like mm. ment mental state and what i mean what you know what you're feeling that day and and how and if your confidence is high and you know, yeah it's just when you're on tour you just you see that and you know like um some surfers um that you think are not as good as yourself are just doing so well but it's, it's all the headspace it's just this, it, it, after doing yeah, the world tour coming off it I was going yeah the thing that separates you know the real good guys is there is what's up top it's funny you say that because eh? I mean not a lot of people would think that a lot of people would think he's just a better surfer you know what I mean and it's such a mm. blase thing to say yeah but then, well, certain people that you know like the Slaters <laughs> yeah, yeah. John you kind of have to that. give them that eh? <laughs> yeah yeah but um, 
um, yes, uh, the, the, the mental space is definitely you know, a huge factor. What was a good day for you? I mean, even say that day you made the um, the quarterfinals, what was it that gave you that edge in those days? I mean, you talk about it being up top, but what yeah. what was that prep um, for you, you know? Yeah, I think it was just being confident. Yeah, and I think every heat you make, your confident was confidence was building. Um, and then, you know, some, in surfing it can, you know, definitely – luck does come into it slightly, you know, a tiny bit. Oh, but sure. at the same time, you make your own luck. But um, luck does have a factor. And then if everything's on your side, you know, you keep getting the waves. And, you, yeah, it just builds like a snowball yeah, effect. Oh, because the amount of heats I've watched, um, you know, when I'm watching the WSL and it's poor old mate has his mean little – has a mean set and then other old mate has no waves for four minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing with the priority system. Um, the real smart surfers can work work it really well, especially when there's when you're out somewhere and 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 the weights between waves can be really really large, like mm. sort of between I don't know five to ten minutes. Sometimes a wave won't break. So mm. yeah, there's definitely game plans that come into certain spots. Yeah, is there any spots on that world tour? On the on the world tour, like I know pipelines in there, and people know that name. And any spots that you really enjoyed? Um, obviously, France was you know one I really enjoyed every mm. year. Was mm. um, was going there. Um, Tahiti was real fun. Tahiti and Fiji, yeah, um, amazing. Yeah, is that really all reef? Right, yeah. That's all reef, eh? Yeah, 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 all reef. Um, yeah, Tavaro and Fiji was just cloud break was just incredible way. Cloud yeah. break, yeah, yeah. Mm. Are they um are most of the because I mean this is just me not knowing, but are most of those reef breaks or are, are yeah, quite a yeah. few of them. Yeah, coral, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, do you have any any beaches that are straight straight beach or no? Nah, on the uh, circuit, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was France is all beach breaks. Um, a few in Portugal. There's a couple of beach breaks. Um, uh, oh yeah, snapper rocks and Aussies sand. Oh, there's rocks, but not where you're surfing. It's all sand underneath you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, no, there's a few. There's a few. You have a pre- do you have a preference yourself? I know obviously from Wainui and it's it's mm. a bit different. Um, but... uh, oh, either or, I'm not fussed. Yeah, I mean, but with reef breaks, they're way better because you know they're breaking the same spot every time, and beach breaks sort of. Yeah, very because you get the per- you can get those perfect barrels, eh? That are just mm. you know yeah. they're coming, you know. But yeah. I can imagine, and I've because I've never surfed the reef. I was in Vanuatu and had the opportunity to, but mm. I chickened out, mate. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. I I don't want to, you know, I don't want to break anything on those on yeah. the sharp, you know. Yeah, well, so, yeah. I guess um, a lot of the good waves, yeah, that break on on reef is it's usually shallow. So, um, mm. yeah, I think my first time. When I went to I went to Bali uh, when I was thirteen, it was the first time I'd been there, and yeah, I was I was freaked out. I was serving over reef for the first time. Yeah, mm. yeah. Have you, have you had any gnarly injuries, mate? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, heaps, <laughs> heaps, <laughs> A few holes heaps. here and there. Oh, so many stitches, so many stitches. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I was I was lucky enough not to get. I mean, I had a few ankle, knee. Injuries, but nothing, you know, nothing 
really savage. I think the longest I was out of the water would have been maybe two months. Man, that's not and long was, at all. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, I think my worst one, yeah, my, I did, did, I just slightly teared uh, men, menis, meniscus. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. But it wasn't that bad, but yeah, that was the longest two months. And But I mean, now and again, and it's cold, it's still... <laughs> Still feel it, <laughs> old niece. <laughs> yeah, mate. Oh, I can imagine. It's funny, eh? like I, I think this from a surfing perspective. Like you, you're down at the beach, eh, and you see an, you know, old mate coming up, hand to his head, blood pouring out, and you're like, "You're right, mate." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, nah, all good, all good." <laughs> you know, you know, you know, he's off for stitches, but <laughs> yeah. the amount of times yeah. that happens. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, and yeah, I hate needles. Um, I've got a phobia of needles, but I've had that many so <laughs> stitches. That is, but yeah. You'd think, eh? So for for you, man, if you had to reflect on that time on the world on the World Series in the World Tour, what did you learn from those guys? I know you talk about it all being up top, but was is there anything mm, yeah, that, that was, stands out? You know, I think that was the main thing I took away was it's so, um, it's uh, a lot of it is yeah, a mental drive to want it, and I guess I had it when the when I that first thought of I wanted to be a pro server came to my head. And that's, and I remember that, you know, just being, yeah, like I said, just blinkers on and soul focused on that. That was the one thing. That was it. Yeah. So I guess you got to have that drive and, um, and it just made me, yeah, just the ambition as well. And also heat management, like, mm. uh, you, like I said, losing the priority system well, it's, it takes a while to get used to. Mm. Going from four man heats, four man heats to, uh, man on man. Yeah. So, um, so there's a pr- and priority system where you can yeah you've got priority every new wave and and yeah. just manage managing that a uh, heat with, with that is, yeah. Um, um yeah a lot of those older guys just knew what to do and you know in, in tight situations they knew exactly what to do how to you know and yeah hmm. but um yeah just mainly just the main that main takeaway was just I just yeah just and. and and some of the Brazilians and that, how hungry they were, just, you know, you've got to be so hungry and just want it so much. And they're just, that's one of the, those guys are just, their desire to win is just, it's just burning. Eh? It's just, that's yeah, all yeah. they want. Yeah, it's a chess match, eh? And I mean, even for people that don't know surfing so well, I mean, it is a pretty um, subjective scoring system in a, in a sense, right? Yes. Like, because I yeah. mean, it is all perspective and, mm. you know, of the judges. I mean, yeah. You know, if it's fantastic, it's nine or ten or whatever it is, and if that if it's mm. poor, it's zero to one. But I mean, at at the same time, it's there. Yeah. You know, it's not like they scored a try and you can't yeah. unreward yeah, it. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's one thing. I mean, when I mean, it's going to be like, there's always going to be shocking decisions. But I guess <laughs> at the you know with surfing, I think you can't. That's the only way it's going to be judged. So, mm. but I mean, it doesn't happen very often. And overall, yeah. you know, they, they they're trained and that. They're trained every year, actually, and they do a lot. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely yeah. good as I've ever seen it. You tried your hand at a bit of judging, surely? Oh, yeah. I used to do a little bit to help out the, um, a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm pretty – I'm a bit of a crucial judge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool, mate. And, I mean, for you, I mean, I can I can think the answer would be obvious – but in, in that time, the great, you know, the best surfer you've surfed with? Um, yeah, obviously Slater. Um, um, 
at his peak was you know uh, was pretty amazing. Andy Irons mm-hmm. at his peak, yeah, I was there when Andy Irons was at his peak, and yeah, he was pretty. He had a aura around him, really. You know, yeah, yeah. He was like it almost came across arrogant, but it wasn't arrogant. You know, he wasn't arrogant. He was just you know he just he was so confident, confident who he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because even Fanning in those days would have been. Just up and come. And yeah, he um, he qualified the same year I did. Oh, he, did he? Yeah, he won the QS and I got th- the qualifying series and I got third. Oh, yeah, so. mate. Yeah, I'm just yeah. trying to, because I can't. 2001, I can't, yeah. Yeah, 2001. Because mm. he only just pulled the plug last year, eh? Yeah, uh, two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah, yeah. two years ago, I think. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah two of those long. things, eh? Longevity. <laughs> mm. um, yeah. For you, man, what what was that point when you decided that, I don't know, maybe the mental edge was taking its toll and, you know, you didn't want to yeah. do it all the yeah. time anymore? What was that? Yeah, when, I think it was, was that? yeah, I think it was just that, um, yeah, like I said, that burning desire to keep going and, and keep doing it and, and the travel and, yeah, I think it was just a, f- a whole lot of factors, really. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, f- mainly it was that, that desire to win every at all costs, no matter what, just getting up every morning, training, yeah, doing it. You know, it's just um, yeah. Did you start to resent the thing you loved a little bit? Um, not really resented. I just, I just couldn't. Just didn't want to do the early mornings. <laughs> didn't want to <laughs> wanted to sleep wanna, in, mate. <laughs> yeah, didn't want to. Um, just want to do it on my own time and. And as soon as you get those thoughts in your head, that's it. You should, yeah. I mean, yeah, you yeah. just won't. Be Otherwise, you're just talking yourself out of that, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's cool that you came back and obviously, you know, four New Zealand titles, which, you know, you love surfing on the world tour and all of that. But I can imagine even those were highlights for you career-wise. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. First one. Um, first one was yeah the best, obviously. Um, mm. uh, in Gisborne. Mm. When was that? It was uh, two, yeah, 2000, actually, year 2000. <laughs> Not that 2000. long ago, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I know, how Just long the ago other day. <laughs> Y2K. Man, that's 20 years. <laughs> Crazy times. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. Because we're, we're we was your last one? It was up in... Um, no, Aripara, yeah. Um, yeah. What was that? 2000 and... I don't know, 2006, maybe? Mm. Eight? Uh, 2006, maybe or four. Oh, I can't remember to be honest. Uh, mate, sometime back then. Um, <laughs> a long time ago. But what I love too is you came and gave back um, community to the community of surfing, you know. And I wonder, like, or a lot of athletes do this, you know. They talk about how they wanted to give back to the sport that gave so much to them and all of that kind of stuff, which is awesome. Yeah. And you did that with the King of the Groms, you know, 2009 yeah. or 10, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, so um, three or four years. Yeah, did that. Yeah. Yeah, well, because what was that? That was because I mean, you're investing in young surfers here because girls yeah, use that um, term, but young surfers. At the, yeah, at the time I was working for Quicksilver and they were doing an international series and Europe and America and and then yeah, I just had the um, they said, oh, do you want to put your name behind it and do a New Zealand version? I was like, yeah, let's do it, and um, and uh, yeah, we did a um, New Zealand version and. It was yeah, it's just cool to have a surf comp in Gizzy where I started, and we're at the breaks where I started, and also all these young, young kids, and then the winner of that 
um, every year went to an international King of the Grands in, in France. Oh, yeah. Neat. yeah so, um, uh, yeah, it was, it was cool. We ran it for a few years. Yeah, it was Quicksilver, really cool. Uh, putting all this money into the, all these kids. So. Yeah. Yeah, because the development of young surfers now, I mean, we've got some really good up-and-coming surfers. We've got like Kihu and um, even Ella and, mm. and um, Paige, like all these surfers that are right up there, you know, and New Zealand, you just look at the New Zealand surf team. But I mm. mean, for them, they would say it started at things like Grom tournaments and, and oh, series, totally, yeah. and, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely. It starts, yeah, it, um, at air grassroots, like, like um, board riders contests, so, yeah. you know. That's where the first ones I started doing was, you know, as in Brisbane board riders, and yeah, that starts there, and then yeah, it just keeps going up there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What do you think the future is of our? Like, if you look at our, I don't know how connected you are, like at the moment with New Surf in New Zealand and and the Young Bucks, but yeah, are we looking pretty bright, bro? You reckon we're gonna have a few on the world tour in the next few yeah. years? Um, yeah, like um, they're still doing a lot of um, uh, kid competitions or grommet comp comps around New Zealand every year and um, yeah the amount of you know kids now is um, yeah it's there's a lot of young real young good kids you know coming from like uh, Bay of Plenty's got so many you know Gisborne's got a whole lot Um, I don't know about any other places but um, well South Island actually yeah South Island Christchurch has got heaps of you know young kids really I didn't even know there's some good breaks down there mate yeah no, the Christchurch board riders, um, uh, Brighton, Brighton down there is yeah, the board riders club is you know, it's amazing. Yeah, they got that. Um, but yeah, they they um, we've got a lot of good kids coming through now. Yeah. So yeah, I think the sport is you know in New Zealand it's looking really healthy and uh, even in Gizzy there's uh, you know there's a lot there's heaps of kids sort of eight to. 10 that are, yeah, are coming through for the next generation yeah mm. yeah it's um yeah it's funny i think that yeah i look at a lot of our good surfers you know that have actually and a couple of them are friends of mine i don't know if you know the bowdens or not um oh i knew them as um mm. growing up but yep. shot over to aussie you know yeah i know a lot of our young surfers are doing that mm. too you know yeah 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 that's yeah like i did when like I was you did kid, mate. Yeah, yeah 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 i um yeah that's where yeah end up living in Australia for a few years just to do that yeah, the junior series over there yeah mm. that's, yeah that was a good stepping stone for sure you know and, and a lot of yeah Kehu won that series last was it last year year before he won it as well so mm. Mm. yeah man and even now if we look at now 2020 gosh <laughs> what is it um how involved are you still in this I know you go for surfs all the time because I mean that never stops but how involved are you in the community yeah. of surfing you know um, well, I've pulled back a lot in the last few years. Um, yeah, and just uh, still doing the odd connies here and there. Um, and then, uh, yeah, just all I do is just go surf for fun now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so no stress, been, no pressure. <laughs> nah, that's nah, yeah. But uh, I just seen another day that um, they're, that, they're thinking about bringing a wave pool to um, Auckland. Which, yeah, which, I heard you mention that earlier, and I thought I didn't even know we had any around up up this neck of the woods. Where are they putting yeah. that in? They must be out. Oh, it's, it's, oh, they haven't got any property yet, but um, they're they um, in Auckland somewhere. Oh, mate, I'll see you up here then, eh? <laughs> oh, it'd be amazing, yeah. Yeah, I bet you, I bet you though, it'd be crowded as anything though. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I was talking. It was a few people and said, "Yeah, well, they definitely have the punters, or you know, they definitely have the people are keen to go." Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. You just don't want one of those situations where you got old oh, mate that doesn't know what what he's doing first time <laughs> on a surfboard. <laughs> yeah, I think they'll have all that though. Eh? It'll be all. Um, there's one. There's uh, one in this wild. There's one that just opened in South Korea, and um, oh, it looks incredible. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, sort of shorter than the Kelly Slater's one, but yeah. um, just but it caters for everyone, you know, learners, beginners, you yeah. know, advanced, and then yeah, yeah. Now that would be actually really good, especially for city kids, man. Like I mean, I've oh. moved up here to teach, and yeah. if you want to go to the beach, mate, well, like, let's just forget the east coast of Auckland because there's nothing happening. You yeah. got to go out west, you know, and, and and even if you do that, it's a bit of a hike. And it's not like mm. where we grew up; you can just go down, mm. you know. Yeah. So for city kids, you know, it'll be good, I reckon. Mm. And then wave pools for progression um, are really good because it's the same wave every mm. single time, same wave, and 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 uh, for trying to do you know different turns and new 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 turns for kids. I mean, the progression is just it's like a skate, like a skate ramp, you know. Mm. But they must be able to manipulate that to make them bigger or smaller, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they can change change it to break fast or slow down or have a big air, uh, air section or barrel or whatever, yeah. Oh, man, that'd be pretty cool, eh? That'd be unreal for, for us. Oh, um, amazing, yeah. For you, man, and I, I like this is kind of where we I always land the plane kind of around here, but for mm. you, I want to kind of ask you, where blue skies for you, you're talking to a young surfer now. I know you've talked a lot about mindset and, and all of yeah. that stuff for sure. But young surfer now saying, Maz, mate, I want to do what you did. Mm. You know what I mean? What would you say? Um, <laughs> Don't. <that's> too, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I'd say, um, uh, yeah. Uh, I'd say, yeah, you can do it as long as you've got the drive. you got you got to be selfish. you want got to want, you know, that's the only thing you've got to focus, um, and yeah, anyone can do it. You know, as long as you put the hours, there's a lot. Of, you're gonna have to sacrifice a whole lot of things. But um, if you're, if you, you know, if you want it that hard, that much, you know, go for it. Yeah, that's good, eh? Even what you said, but being selfish, you wouldn't hear that much, but it's true. Like if you want to, yeah. you want to do it, no, you got to. Yeah, surfing, especially surfing, is quite a selfish sport, but. Um, Oh, but man. yeah, you just gotta, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think of the builders down in Fongamata, mate. If you want your house built quickly, don't hire a <laughs> surfer to do it because if it's bra- <laughs> if it's the brakes on at twelve, they're on for a smoker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and All what right. about what about even you, bro? Blue skies next few years. Anything you got on the on the on the agenda on the horizon? Things you want to do? Still places you want to surf? Even you know? Um, no, not odd. I'd well, I mean, you can't really go anywhere right now with COVID, I guess. Yeah, but, but oh, yeah, I used to, last few years, I've been going to a friend's resort in the Mentowers and being a surf guide the last few years. Mm. Um, that has been amazing. I'd love to do, keep going, doing that. Is that off uh, the boat? Uh, no, he's got a land resort. Oh, so, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so, yeah, that's an epic gig. Um, yeah, I'd love to go back there. That place is amazing. Um, and no, just yeah, living my life in Gizzy, you know, no complaints here. <laughs> mate, the Gizzy life, mate. The small town, well, it's not a small town, but small community, smaller community. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Got to love it. Yeah, eh? small, small, 
yeah, small beach community, yeah. You know, they all, you know, some people don't like small communities, but I love it, eh? <laughs> oh, mate, I'm the same. Nothing beats it, man. Nothing beats being able to be home in five minutes if you, you know, oh, if you can. That's right. Not half an hour. Right. <laughs> Park straight outside where you want to stop. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man. You tell, I'm telling you, uh, it's the worst. The small things. <laughs> yeah, man. It's just <laughs> traffic lights. What are these? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You've only got two sets in Gizzy, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No one uses them anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, no, nah, wicked, man. Well, I appreciate you hopping on for a yarn, and I know. You know, a lot of mutual friends of mine that are, that are into surfing as well will, will really appreciate this combo, man. But, um, yeah, appreciate it, eh? Yeah, no worries, man. It's been a pleasure. Good yarning. Well, Maz, you're a legend, mate. Thanks for hopping on the podcast. And I hope you guys enjoyed that one. How good, eh? <laughs> I just remember sitting there just talking with Maz and thinking, mate, this guy's just a down-to-earth Kiwi bloke who's just bloody good at surfing <laughs> and um, some awesome stories to boot but um, yeah man thanks for hopping on and I hope anyone out there that hasn't picked up their surfboard in a while goes and dusts off dusts off I should say the cobwebs and um, gets it ready get the wax out summer's coming hopefully got some good waves coming up but um, yeah another awesome journey and I'm looking forward to seeing where surfing's going and in New Zealand and how many other New Zealand surfers we can have cracking it because there's a few at the moment cracking it as we talked about and um, it's going to be exciting to follow their journeys but um, yeah thanks for another awesome episode couple more to go until we wrap up for the year another awesome one coming up next week uh, which I can't wait to share with you and um, I know if you're a bit behind on them like I know even I am and I'm (laughs) the one releasing them um, you're going to have heaps of time to catch up when we when we break up for the year so no dramas but till then thanks for listening guys